Obesity is currently one of the biggest problems in the world, negatively affecting every aspect of our lives. Because of this, I decided to hear from real people the real stories. I want to know what made them put on the weight in the first place. Are these people really just junk food addicts who are too lazy to exercise? Or is there much more to the story hiding behind the wall of fat? I want to know, what was the turning point in their life to say enough is enough? And how do they overcome their biggest challenges? We believe that the real people have more good answers than even the best weight loss programs. We hope that they will inspire, educate and motivate all of us to make changes in our lives. And this is how, together, we can contribute towards a better, healthier and happier world. So we've got Deborah here from the United States in America, coming from Hawaii. And she has lost over 100 pounds in weight, which is an incredible weight loss uh, for anybody that's out there wanting to lose weight, losing over 100 pounds uh, to transfer that into kilos for, for those people who don't work in pounds. It is over 50 kilos in weight, uh, which is a lot of weight. And um, thank you for, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, really excited to, to learn your, your journey because uh, as I just mentioned, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people and everybody has done something differently and has ended up putting on so much weight because of a particular reason, which has been different to everybody else that I've spoken to. And I'm really interested to, to hear your journey and your your uh, challenges that you've had to overcome to to get the results that you've uh, that you've achieved. So, d just tell us a little bit about your weight gain. You know, how did you end up getting to? What was the heaviest point of your life? The heaviest was three twenty. Three hundred twenty um, pounds. Three hundred and twenty pounds, yeah. and um, I got there at first slowly started getting away with my job you know sitting down we would go out to eat a lot have lots of meetings out then i got involved in a relationship was which wasn't mentally healthy emotionally healthy so there i started gaining more weight due to depression and um not doing anything i stopped working out um yes. spent a lot of time in front of a TV and I would you know it got to the point that I got so heavy I didn't want to go out in public yes. um, and plus so, how the much were you, so how much how much were you weighing before this started to happen before this started to happen 170 so you were 170 pounds in weight you had a healthy lifestyle you would you would be uh, exercising and eating healthy etc for you to be this 170 pounds, yes? Yes, and then I changed jobs and I got in a relationship that wasn't healthy. So we can, so the, it was the guy, the guy's fault. We <laughs> 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 can no, blame that guy if he's not. watching it. It's your fault, that's why you, you put on all the weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't blame the guy, but the easy way out to do that. Yeah. So, so you, so you, so you basically were 170 pounds in weight. 
you then you then change jobs and you got into a, a relationship with, with another guy and then you started putting more weight on yes yes started yeah. putting on more weight eating much more because of yeah. the job yeah so what were what were the side effects of you getting this new job and going into this particular relationship because there'll be other people out there that get new jobs go into relationships and people will see that they will put weight on or maybe people lose weight you know it depends on the individual so what were the side effects of you getting a new job you know looking back on what you did how could you change it now what would you change well looking back when i started with this job it was um, a company that was opening there was a lot of food testing in the restaurants so I took advantage of eating that food and I wasn't, I knew I was gaining pounds, but I was like, no, I'll, I'll lose it. As soon as this, you know, the testing is over, I'll lose the weight, but it didn't happen. I just continued and then as the job got more stressful and food being so convenient there, it was easy for me to just go and eat while I work and sit there for long hours. Then. The relationship didn't help neither. As I was gaining weight, I was losing self-esteem, and that was also affecting the other person. And as it affected that person, it would be pushed back on me, which yes. affected my self-esteem. Yeah. Um, I would suffer depression, and it got to the point I didn't want to go out with anyone. Um, I didn't want to go out in public. Um, I just wanted to sit in front of a TV under a blanket and do any nothing, do nothing. So you um, had these two things, you had these two properties come into your life. So the new job and a new relationship. So your new job made you have to, or you you decided to eat the, the foods in the restaurants because you were, you were tasting and then you had this new relationship, so I'm sure there were other things that were going on with this relationship. But by you having this new job and putting on the weight from all this food tasting, this then affected your relationship because you were putting on the weight that you didn't have when you may have met the person. Yes. So looking back on, on that period of your life, what would it be that you would do differently now? I would have, for one with the job, I would have been more careful with my food choices, um, food um, portions. I would have looked back um, at the food portions, um, made healthier choices, dealed with the stress a different way. Um, they had a gym there and I did not take advantage of the gym that they had there. Um, so those are things that I would have done different. Yes. Uh, that job and when you were getting into this new relationship and you were putting on the weight how how was this affecting your relationship um it affected in every single area intimacy um you know the person was didn't want to do anything neither he didn't want to do anything either because i didn't want to do anything so he also was gaining weight himself. Yes. So, and before I had met him, I was going to the gym, but he didn't. He wasn't a gym person. He just he was a homebody, and I respected that. But with two of us being, you know, in that stage, it wasn't healthy at all. And um, 
it just it started building up resentment towards each other and depression towards you know going out within each other which was not healthy for us at all so i think i would have changed i mean i would have changed wanting to be more active instead of drowning in my in my depression but i understand that also i was in a state of mind that i didn't know if i could do it at that time yes and and when you say depression what what is depression to you because it's a word used a lot now um what what does the word depression mean to you depression means to me that you wake up and you feel like you have no purpose um you don't want to face the world you don't want to face people your family members your loved ones um you just wish that you can just hide behind the curtains behind and no one see you and just see if you go on another day you you kind of stop living you stop being who you are and that's who i became in depression i stopped being who i was they didn't i didn't care for anything else and i know my loved ones was being also affected by that and um it just it got hard it got hard until one day it clicked And we, and we will get there in a minute. <laughs> so, so when you were getting in this state of uh, depression, was it a time that you actually really felt sorry for yourself? Was it a time when you were depressed that you were actually thinking of all the outcomes that you didn't want to happen for you to get even more depressed? Um. I felt sorry for myself but angry at the same time because I couldn't believe that I had led myself to this point. And then I felt like there was no way out. I'm already here. I mean, what am I going to do? You know, I didn't I gained this weight overnight, but not overnight, but throughout the time, I'm not going to be able to take it off overnight. I I kept making excuses after excuses after excuses of yes. not wanting to do anything because I was already feeling sorry for myself. I was in sorrow of myself um and as a woman and stuff like that I had no inspiration to do anything. Yes. No. So when you were thinking of these things, you must have had a lot of time in your hands because to think these things you have to have time in your hands. I worked at a job where I barely spoke with people in accounting. So, I mean, I would be in a cubicle and work away and all this would process. And when I would go get home from work, I would sit on a recliner that I had. I got rid of the recliner. Um, I would sit on a recliner and just think about this over and over as I watched TV, wishing things were different but they weren't going to change. Yes. Do you think actually thinking of all these things can actually make you even more depressed. It did get me more depressed cuz I thought about it and I thought about it but I wasn't doing anything about it. You know, I watched these commercials how these people are exercising and I just stare and well, if I stare long enough am I going to change? It wouldn't happen. I mean, just thinking about it wasn't doing anything, so I got more depressed. 
So why is it that you didn't do anything about it? What was stopping you from doing something about it? Because you had all this time on your hands to actually think about why not to do it. What could have happened if you did do it? So why didn't you actually do something about it? That's a good question. And at that time, there was no excuse. Um, There was no excuse. I did try one time and um, it was stop with a wall because the other person that I was didn't like me going out either. He wanted me to spend more time with him watching TV. And before I got in this relationship, I wasn't a TV person. I didn't sit down for hours and watch TV. But it felt like this was the only way I could spend time with him and that he felt that I was paying attention to him. So I just made all types of excuses. I said, well, I'll just stay here. I won't do nothing about it. And how long were you in this relationship for? For almost three years. So one of the things which I say is that, you know, you have to really understand the people that you spend the most time with because they do affect your life. And um, I'm sure you view this one is that we are one fifth of the five most people that we spend the most time with. You know, proximity is one of the biggest powers that we can have is the people we surround ourselves is who we become. Mm-hmm. And I think That's- a lot of people, they get into this comfort of just being with somebody just for the sake of being with somebody. and it's it it can be one of those things that just feels easy you know but it's not good for you or not healthy or you may not be the happiest in that position but it's just it's just there it's just you know comfort and if you if you need it um sometimes it's not the right type of comfort that you do need at that particular point in your life was that one of those some of the things that was happening in this relationship for the three years Yes, I was in my comfort zone. I was not happy in my comfort zone. And I wasn't obligated to get out of my comfort zone. Yes. And And I'm sure you've seen how quick you can actually just get sapped down into it. It happens so quickly. It happens. It's like, whoa, three years and you change. I mean, my friends were like, who are you? I mean, we missed the whole... Bora, who are you? I mean, you're a total different person, and that happens when you, when you get in a relationship with someone that is not healthy. Yes. So tell me, when you're in this relationship, how did it end up getting into this particular, you know, state? How how did it get to this point? How did it get to this point? Um, a lot of stuff happened um, with the other person. Um, he was also going through a depression and, and a previous breakup. And then the previous person, you know, had um, passed away. So all that I carried on myself. And I think I let it get to me too. I let all that stuff get to me. And um, I just, it just happened so quick. I, it was like a blink of an eye thinking, I was thinking it wouldn't affect me, but it did affect me. Everything that happened to that other person affected me and, and who that person was also affected me. And I felt like I had turned into that person 
And when I was growing up, I remember my father would always tell me, tell me who you hang out with me, hang out with, or tell me who you are always associated with, and I'll tell you who you are. And I thought about that and I was like, wow, I'm like turning into this person completely. I have yes. turned into this person. Yeah. And how did you end up getting with this person? You know, what, what was it that attracted you in the first place? Um, they were fun at first. Um, and we would go out when we were dating, you know, you know, when we were getting to know each other, we would go out. We um, didn't have much in common, but it was just fun. And um, it was something that, hey, not bad. You know, he doesn't like the same things I like, but you know, why not? It was like settling down. I was like, I just want, I think I just wanted to be in a relationship at that time. Did, did you come, just come out of a relationship or you've been single for a long time? I had come out and I had come out of a relationship a year, like a year before that had been a long, very long time relationship. So I really didn't have time neither to heal from yeah. that previous relationship. Yeah. So you've been in a relationship for many years beforehand and then you had a year by yourself. You probably mm -hmm. then were thinking, I need to be with somebody and maybe you, you felt a bit lonely or you needed just somebody to talk to or to be there for you? Yeah, it did feel lonely. And so that's one of the reasons why I kind of like, you know, a nice guy. And I was like, hey, why not? You know, and, and there was hints here and there that said, you know, I don't think this is a good idea because you're, you're a different person, but I ignored them. I ignored them a lot. And it caused a lot to ignore them. Yeah. Sometimes we are just on that tunnel vision and we're just focused on what we want and we don't listen to anybody that uh, are close to us and we just get on with it. We learn by our, our experiences and um, you know sometimes there are uh, side effects to, to that and like you said, you took on a lot of the other person's uh, issues that he had as well and incorporated into your life and he didn't mm -hmm. like exercise and then you stopped exercising. He was overweight, then you started to be overweight. He had previous issues as well, which then you then you took on responsible for as well. So you just took on a lot of the weight. You just yes. Yeah. And I can see you are you're a you're a, you know, you're a good looking, strong woman and I'm sure, you know, you're you're the person that wears the trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I can see you're the leader, you're the one in control, you know, you're the one that makes the decisions. Um, and obviously, I think also you play by if the other person doesn't want to do something, you're happy not to force that person into doing something as well. Because mm -hmm. you feel maybe guilty or forceful and you don't want that to happen. So you prefer to take a step back and just comfort that person. Yes. Yes. That is totally me. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been speaking to you for how long? 17 minutes? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It is like you're reading my whole life here. That is totally me. <laughs> so um, I completely get it. You know, I, I completely get it. I've worked with a lot of people. I've seen them many times before. And you just get into this trap. And like you said, three years just go by like that. Yeah. Time just. Time just flies, 
you as a person, you can change. And it can be the other side of it, the fence as well. You could have found an amazing, I'm not saying the guy wasn't amazing, but maybe more of the person that you were before you met the guy. You could have found that person as well. And then you could have grown, you could have changed in a, in a positive way, which also people see a change and they may not think that's the right or maybe that's not you, but that is you because you are growing as a person. And we do as people, as humans, we do grow. And you know, the same has happened to me, you know, but I've got friends and they see me growing, but they may think that I'm not growing the way that they want me to grow, but it's the way that I want to grow. And people yes. think well, that guy's changed. You know, he's not like the person that he was before, but I've grown for the better. Um, so mm. that can actually happen as well. And that's what's happened with me and my wife. We've, you know, we've got together and we've grown and we've grown with each other in, 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 the, in the best, you know, positive way. Um, so that can actually happen uh, as well. So all this has happened over three years, and then you, and then as you mentioned earlier, you got to a point, and you said, "Right, I got to do something about this." So what was that that happened in your life to make you think to make that change? You know, what what was going on? How did it happen? Um, you're gonna think it's funny. We went to um, a concert. And it was the first time we had been out for a long time. Yes. And we went to the concert, and where the concert was at, it was in a, um, kind of like a, um, you know how Cracker Barrel has that OD style? Well, it was kind of like a place like that. And when we entered, there was a lot of people in wheelchairs. And, and I mean, these were older, they were seniors. And I was having so much, much trouble walking because I, I was so overweight. My knees were hurting, my feet were hurting. I mean, it, it took a lot to get out of bed. And when I got there, and I am, um, at that time I was um, 36, 37 years old. I was 37 years old. And I was like, I couldn't believe it, that I was 37 years old and these are seniors and I'm feeling the same way they're feeling. And I sat there and in the concert, I cried. I cried, and he was like, what is wrong? And I'm like, I didn't want to speak, but I was thinking, what have I done to myself? I am 37 years old, and I feel like their age. I feel like I'm in my 80s. I am in so much pain. I am not enjoying this. And it just clicked. I remember going back home and I remember the following day, it was a Sunday, and I went and got up early and there was a re there's a recreational gym near my house. And I was like, I'm signing up. I was scared. I was scared because I was so overweight. And you know, when you think about the gym, you think about all these fit people are at the gym and fit girls and guys, but I didn't want to be like that anymore. I was scared that maybe I'm not going to make it to 80 because if I feel like that, I'm 37 years old and I feel like that, I'm not going to make it to 80. And um, so that was my click. That yeah. was where it just clicked and I woke up and the next morning I joined the gym. It was hard at first. It was hard and I made sure I went to the gym like early in the morning which was hard because getting out of bed was very painful. Um, on my knees, under my feet, 
and um, but I would get there early. I didn't buy no gym clothes. I was wearing whatever I could fit on, which everything was so tight. But I just wanted to get in there, and if I could just at least do 10, 20 minutes on the elliptical or walking, even though it hurt, I did it. And that's how it started. That's how it started. It started going slowly like that. Awesome. So just uh, just to track back a little bit, what were the what were the challenges when you were three hundred and sixty pounds? What were the child day day to day challenges that you would find a struggle? Oh, the struggle was standing and sitting down, um, bending over to grab something, to stand up, um, cook, or to stand wash dishes. My back would kill me. Um, waking up in the morning was horrible. It was my lower back with my legs and under my feet. It was horrifying pain. It took me from getting up and sitting up on my bed to walking to the bathroom like 30 minutes every day. It was painful. And then the challenges was looking for clothes that would fit right. Um, other challenges like that. Um, doing fun stuff that people would do at my age. I wasn't doing it. Um, like, you know, going, you know, out with friends or to dance or at that time, you know, or just hanging out with my friends, going to a concert, going to the park, walking. Walking was unbearable. So those were challenges. And, and I never thought, okay, a person 320 pounds, you know, I always thought before I ever hit that, before I was ever at that weight, I thought, you know, there's, there's excuses. And um, there, there, there was just excuses for them not to work out. But when I was in that shoe, I totally understand how hard it is, it was to be so overweight and yes. try to be active. And, and were you on any any medication um, when you were putting on all this weight? Did any complications come up along the way? No, no medications, but I, I never got tested either. I never got tested, um, but there was no medications. I wasn't taking any medications. Yes, because you know that, you know, if you're overweight, you're more prone to the chronic diseases. Um, so maybe that was your fortunate side that you didn't end up getting those. Yeah. 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 It was, I was very fortunate because um, my father's side of the family, naturally, they're high cholesterol, you know, it's in their genes. And my father's a person that runs. He runs, but yeah, he still has high cholesterol. So I was very fortunate. Eats a lot. Does your husband? Does your father eat a lot of meat? Um, he eats a lot of meat, but not too much. He's more into the oatmeal and the veggies. Um, he runs in the morning, and and he's very active. He's yes. one years old. He lives in America, or does, is he back in Puerto Rico? No, he lives in America. He lives in Florida. Okay, nice. Yeah. Got the good weather. Yes. Yeah. And the good hot weather over there. <laughs> Awesome. So you're at your heaviest and you and you come across all those challenges and then you made that decision to, you know, get to the gym and you know start the journey of getting your life back on track. 
how did your partner at this time take that? It must have been difficult for him knowing that you're going to take a step in your life now and become that woman that you were before you met him. Um, at first he was okay. At first he was like, okay, you, you go to the gym. Because we, we had different schedule. He worked during the week, we had a different schedule. I, was, I worked during the day, he worked in the evenings. So it didn't bother him. But as I started progressing more into going more to the gym and spending less time at home, like I would spend an hour, I got to the point that I was spending an hour at the gym. He didn't like it. And his insecurities was accusing me of being unfaithful or stuff when I was just going to the gym, trying to get healthy. Yes. And, and how would he how would he express that to you? How would he express it? At first it wasn't with words. At first it was with throwing stuff and stomping away and and you're not well he would say a couple of times, you know, what's going on? You're not spending time with me and I was like, I'm just going to the gym. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to you know, and I was seeing the difference in my body. I was slowly losing weight and I was getting this energy that I didn't want to stop. I did not want to stop. I would, you know, I had probably dropped like about 10 pounds and, and I was like, okay, this is working. You know, slowly changing my eating habits. Um, but it was still a downer because I would feel so guilty that I was yes. going. Yeah, so. So you're this woman that wants to change their life because you've put on all this weight which is affecting you. And you're in this gym and you're working out and your endorphins are coming on and you're feeling good about yourself. And then you've got this guy at home then that you know that you've got to go and face because he's thinking that you're probably having an affair with somebody else. And then you get home and you get abused and you just mentioned he starts throwing things and stomping on the ground and all this kind of stuff. That must have been difficult for you um, in many different ways. Um, I'm sure that you felt scared because, you know, you don't know what the heck this person is going to do. Um, how, how do you deal with that emotionally, you know? It must have been scary, you know, for me, you know, if I go and the guy starts throwing things, I would be, you know, scared. So what, what and how do you deal with this? It was, it was scary and then I didn't know what to do because I'm not good with confrontation. I wasn't good with confrontation so I would just stay quiet because I didn't know or make, and sometimes I didn't deal with it right, I would just walk away without the arguing and I know that would make it worse because you know he wanted that interaction, that exchange of argument and I, I wasn't the confrontational person, you know, I just didn't know what to do. Um, I almost gave up. I almost gave up going to the gym because I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is getting hard. But and this, but then it was just, I didn't want to go back to sitting on that recliner, which I threw away. I didn't want to go back, sit on that recliner. I, I wanted to feel the way that I was feeling when I would finish that workout and I was sweaty, but I felt so great. And I yes. didn't want that. Yeah. And it was either either putting up with him when I got home or sitting at home and feeling like crap. Yes. 
So you, so you basically took the decision that you would go to the gym and then you would have to pay the consequences of that or when you went home? Yes, that was the decision yes. that I made, which caused the relationship. And did it get worse over time? The, the more you were going to the gym, the more you were enjoying it, the more results you were getting, the worse it was getting when you were getting home. Yes, it got worse. Um, it got to the point that um, we were sleeping in separate rooms and um, he just said, I'm moving out because I don't know if you're being faithful to me. And there was many times I invited him to go to the gym, you know, with me. I was like, hey, you can see where I'm at. I mean, the gym's like an hour and a half, I mean, and a mile and a half away. You can see where I'm at. I mean, and hello, I was overweight, you know, my mind was not thinking, oh, someone's going to date me, but he was thinking that, and I was like, I just, it was like, okay, I don't know what to do, and I'm not going to stop going to the gym. And so he said, He's gonna move out, and I didn't stop him. So then, so then he, then he moved out, and you continued to to live your life. I at first it was hard because there was an emotional, there was an emotional attachment there. You get used to living with a person for three years. Yes. You get used to being with them for three years. So there was an emotional attachment, and there was anxiety at first. I had a couple of anxiety attacks um, yes. at first after he moved out, but. So the anxiety attacks, tell me how and what happened once you were having the anxiety attack. The anxiety attacks, um, the first one I had was the day he actually moved out and I couldn't breathe. I was just crying. I mean, it was just, I couldn't take whole control of myself. I actually felt like my whole world had crumbled. And I kept thinking, oh my God, did I do this because I wanted to get healthy? I mean, did I ruin my relationship? You know, all that stuff started going through my head. And it was just heavy anxiety. I mean, I just couldn't breathe. I couldn't focus. I couldn't, I couldn't stop crying. And, um, I you know, but I started counting and, and count, you know, counting backwards. And, I was like, I gotta stop, I gotta stop this because there's no one here and if I pass out, I'm by myself. And I finally calmed down. That was one of my first ones. And um, as time went by, I still got a couple of more anxieties, but they weren't that bad. But I feel like I had now more time for me, even though it was hard, you know, because um, there was times that we were, you know, when he moved out, we were still trying to see if we can rekindle the stuff. And I wanted to see if we can rekindle, but I didn't want to give up the working out. I didn't want to give up that me time that I had for myself to, you know, cause it's not only physically when you go work out, it's not only a physical, um, you know, thing that you get, like you get these endorphins and energies. It's also something spiritual. It's also something um, mentally, emotionally that you're working out while you're working out. For me, it is. It's where I leave all my stress that, you know, all my thoughts are at. And we work out hard. And I didn't want to give that up. And he didn't want to give up the lifestyle. So slowly, we just started getting further away from each other. And it was like, okay, this is, we're not getting back together. And I'm not going to stop working out. And that's when I started um, 
I also started taking before pictures of myself and posting it just to encourage myself. And I felt that if I shared it with other people, my my posts of before and afters, even though there wasn't that much change in the beginning, but that it will um, keep me accountable and, and encourage. Because even though I had lost weight, but I was still seeing myself the same as yes. before. And, and how long ago was that since you've uh, separated from your partner? Um, it was the beginning of 2016. So, so it's two years. Mm -hmm. And and how has your life changed since then? Um, no job, um, higher position, um, get to give um, speeches and presentations. I am confident in front of people. Um, I've met other women that are going through the same thing um, that, you know, they also want to get healthy. They want to get out of bad relationships. Um, I, I, I feel like um, I can be myself. Um, I can speak with others and not shy away. I'm still a little shy, but not, I feel more confident in myself. Um, I feel like I can inspire others and I get inspired by others too. And um, I love, I mean, I just did a um, 10K um, a few weeks ago and now I'm gonna do a 15K in a couple of weeks. And after this, after we finish talking, I'm gonna go run six miles with my friends. Wow. So it's like- I So just, I keep you long then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, um, it has been, an amazing journey for me and people see it you know and I have mentors and they're like wow Deborah you're like a total different person um, I went to Pakistan and and enjoyed it and I feel like I want to just explore more because I have this energy and I just want to share it yeah. I just want to share it with everyone well, I'm sure you would agree with me that the people you hang around with are so important to Yes, yes, and now I'm just careful with who I hang out with, you know, and, and I see that there's good in everyone, but I'm also careful because I know how it affected me before, and I don't want to go through that again. Every, there's, good, there's good in everybody out there. The only thing is everybody's got different purposes and different mm -hmm. directions that they want to go. Like some people may want to go the same direction that you're going, and some people will not want to go the same direction that you're going. And that's fine, there's no problem with that. But they have to let you go your direction if they want to be part of you know, your circle and vice versa. Yeah. That's the only difference. Yes. Because I'm sure you see it, you know, if, if I see people, I can see something in the mall, you know, if, they, if they've been together for a long time, you can see similarities, etc. You know, yes. you practice it's like a magnet. You know, you go into a, you go into a, into let's say a conference, and there's like a hundred people there. You will be attracted to that person that you are. It's like a magnet. You will just, you will just go there. You just find the way there. Yes, it is. It, it's like there's natural attractions, and once you start speaking, you're like, oh, you do this, you do that, and you're like, wow, you know, so much things in common, and you also are very careful. And I've grown a lot. And one thing, gaining confidence is also, I've been able to say no. I've been able to say, no, I don't want that. Yes. 
Would you say and stop away and keep on working my way? Would you say you're more confident now than when you were before you met the person? Mm-hmm. And why is that? Um, I think going through that depression, going through all that stuff, and then slowly going up, and I also surrounded myself with good, positive people, and I also I've given myself time to see who I am and what I want in life. And I'm not yet 40 years old, so I think I'm still young to discover, you know. And um, I've learned that, hey, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to have your ups and downs, but don't stay down. Um, you're gonna meet different people from all walks of life, and they're probably scared too. And you know, they we all have you know our issues. So just be confident in your own skin. Um, just smile a lot, because you know people they don't want to see a, a grouch. And um, just enjoy the little moments. And I mean, I do. I enjoy the little moments. Like, what are the things that you are gr- most grateful for now? Because obviously, you're in this difficult position that. It took you 30 minutes to walk to the bathroom. It was a challenge to get out of bed, put your clothes on, the fine clothes, the white clothes. What are the things now that you take, uh, should I say, what are the things now that you're really grateful for that maybe you took for granted before? Oh, getting off the bed and just feeling so good. And just, I mean, not having to waste time, but, you know, taking a long time to get off the bed going up and down the stairs because I'm on the second floor on my flat so going up and down the stairs I love that being able to go to the park and run and going up the hills down the hills when before I know I would have probably died in the 10 steps but going up and down the hills when I went to Pakistan there's a lot of hiking there there's a lot of hills I was I was just going up speed and I was thinking oh my gosh I was back when I was 320 pounds, I would have I would have passed out completely, wouldn't have been able to walk. But being able to wake up the next morning after a huge hike and wake up the next morning and not be hurting, that is amazing. That is amazing. What would your message be out there to people? Because, you know, I think your story is, is unique. And there will be a lot of people out there that are going through the similar things that you went through when you were in your relationship. Um, you know, meeting the person at the start and then finding out that you're not, you know, compatible in certain things, but also not being able to be flexible with the other person to allow them to do what they want to do. And then over time, you you get to find these things out because you can't find it out straight away when you meet somebody. And then before you know it, time goes on and you get sucked into this. What would your advice be to people from what you've gone through? Take your time. Um, get to know yourself first. Um, learn to, I know it's a cliche when people say learn to love yourself, but it's very important to learn to love yourself and to learn to accept your likes, your dislikes, and learn that it is okay to say no and not like what the other person likes and just just take your time 
and enjoy life and learn to enjoy it by yourself. And I think um, at the right moment, that person will come along for you. But when he comes along or she comes along, like discover at the beginning, do you like the same things or do you not like the same things? But enjoy life, don't, don't hurry into things and just learn to be confident in your own skin. That's what I would say. Nothing complicated, nothing, just, just learn to enjoy yourself.